Welcome to Lively Lewis Stories. Buckle up, because you're about to join Levi and Ivy on an adventure. All you need is your imagination, and off, off we go! Lively Lewis Stories! Hey there, awesome friends! Guess what? We're super thrilled to share some exciting news with you. We've got our very own Lively Lewis merchandise. Woohoo! Grab your parents and head over to LivelyLewisShop.com or simply click on the link below in our show notes. Now, let's dive into today's story. Buongiorno, called out Levi and Ivy's dad in a not-so-convincing Italian accent. Get up, you two. We're about to land in Italy. Levi and Ivy had been so excited for their incredible trip that they stayed up all night before they left. So as soon as they sat down on the airplane, they both fell fast asleep. They slept comfortably, dreaming of all the amazing things they'd see in Italy, until their dad woke them both up with his excited shouting. We're up, Dad! We're up! Yawned Levi as he blinked open his eyes and stared out the small plane window. As the plane began to descend, he could just begin to see the land below. It was Florence, Italy! Ivy finally woke up as Levi nudged her with his elbow. Wake up or you'll miss it! whispered Levi excitedly. Ivy took off her unicorn sleeping mask, rubbed her eyes, and stretched her arms over her head as she yawned. We're here already? said a very sleepy Ivy. It feels like I just fell asleep. Is this a dream? No, Ivy, you're not dreaming! exclaimed Levi as he moved over so Ivy could look out the window. We're in Italy! Ivy blinked once and then twice. Her sleepy eyes were starting to wake up, and when they finally did, what she saw was Italy. Well, to be exact, the Amerigago Vespucci Airport in Florence. But she knew what waited beyond the airport was going to be the adventure and vacation of a lifetime. The fastened seatbelt sign began to blink on and off as the plane got ready to touch down. The pilot's voice could be heard all through the cabin, welcoming everyone to Italy. Benvenuto in Italia, said the pilot. Levi and Ivy smiled. They had been trying to learn as much Italian as they could before their trip and understood the pilot perfectly. Their dad, on the other hand, didn't pick up the new languages so well. Allow me to translate, began Levi and Ivy's dad. I believe he just said, been there, done that, in Italy. But that doesn't sound right. Let me check my Italian to American dictionary again. Dad, it's okay, giggled Levi. He said, welcome to Italy. I'm so happy we're here. There's so much I want to see and do. The museums, the architecture, the gelato. Hey friends, do you know what treat gelato is? If you guess that it's just like ice cream, but sometimes better, then you're right. Count me in for gelato, added Ivy, and pasta, lots and lots of pasta. As the plane touched down, Levi and Ivy could hardly wait to get out of their seats. Kids, we know you're excited, but you have to promise us that you'll stay close and not wander off, said their mom, sounding nervous. This is a brand new place with lots of wonderful distractions. It's easy to get caught up looking at something and then turn around and realize you're not with the group anymore. We got it, mom, said Ivy as she stood on her seat and grabbed her carry-on from the overhead compartment when the plane stopped at their gate. Now let's stop talking and head out to explore Italy. Levi was right behind her. They couldn't have been more excited, and the rows of other travelers in front of them were the only thing keeping them from running off the plane. Once they exited, however, they ran into the airport and searched around for a sign pointing to the baggage pickup area. Levi! Ivy! Stop! called out their mom. 
This is what I mean. Please stay close. We'll do everything together and we'll have a great time. But you'll have to learn to be patient. Yes, mom, Levi and Ivy said together as they slowed their run to a walk to make their mom happy. After grabbing their bags and getting a taxi to their hotel, it was time to settle in and look around. Just outside of where they were staying was a beautiful old world market. Canvas tents lined the streets, housing vendors, selling everything you could imagine. Lovely jewelry, beautiful art, tasty sweet treats, and souvenirs that Levi and Ivy were sure their dad would want to pick up. Can we please go and check out the market, Mom and Dad? Asked Levi. Yeah, please, please, can we? Added Ivy, giving them her best cute face in hopes that that would seal the deal. Yes, we can go look at the market for a bit, but we have to, began Levi and Ivy's mom. Stay together, said Levi and Ivy together. We know. They both smiled at their parents and promised they would stay by their side, but sometimes promises get broken, even when you don't mean for it to happen. And soon, Ivy and Levi would find out why their mom was so nervous about them wandering off and getting lost. Levi and Ivy were the first to step out onto the bumpy cobblestone street in front of their hotel. It made them feel like they were stepping back in time. It felt ancient and new all at the same time. Hey kids, make sure you let me know if you see one of those Leaning Tower of Pizzas shirts, said their dad laughing out loud. You know, the one where it's all those pizzas stacked on top of each other? Yes, dad, we know, said Levi rolling his eyes at Ivy. Now watch this. Their dad said as he walked into a vendor selling handmade glass vases. Mi scusi dove in bagno? I just asked him where the gelato store is. Uh, actually, Dad, you just asked him where the bathroom is, giggled Ivy. And you don't have to look far. There's a gelato store right over there. Ivy pointed over her dad's shoulder and asked if they could get some. Everyone was a bit hungry after their long flight, and even though they hadn't had lunch yet, they thought... Why not get gelato? They were on vacation after all. But as they started to walk to the store, Levi and Ivy noticed the silly shirt that their dad had asked about. They stopped to look at it and thought they should buy it for him as a surprise. Levi took out his wallet and started to count out the money he had saved for the trip. He had exchanged some U.S. dollars for euros before they left. While he and Ivy were counting out the money, their parents kept walking. A sea of people flooded the area between them and without knowing it, Levi and Ivy were lost. Have you ever gotten lost before? That's a really scary feeling, huh? I'm so happy we were able to take you kids to Italy, said Levi and Ivy's mom over her shoulder. It's going to be a trip you'll never forget. Now, what kind of gelato would you like? She waited a moment before she asked the question again, thinking Levi and Ivy just didn't hear her over the busy market atmosphere. But when she turned around and looked behind her, she nearly fell over. Levi? Ivy, where are you? She frantically called out, grabbing Levi and Ivy's dad by the hand. Honey, they're gone. The kids, they're gone. Don't panic. They couldn't have got far. We only walked around a block from the hotel. Let's retrace our steps, said their dad, trying to stay calm. As they did, they called out Levi and Ivy's name over and over again. They remembered what they were wearing, so they kept an eye out for a boy in bright blue shorts and an orange shirt and a girl in purple leggings and a flowery sundress. The crowds were getting bigger and bigger as the market was now in full swing for the day. It became difficult to move, and Levi and Ivy's mom and dad found themselves pushing their way through the crowd. It was even more difficult because they were walking in a different direction than everyone else. You know, like fish trying to swim upstream? But they pressed on. Nothing would stop them from finding their kids. 
Then all of a sudden, Levi and Ivy's dad whipped his head around to the right. I think I see them, he called out, grabbing his wife, Hannah, and running through the market, following who he believed were Levi and Ivy. The market was so loud, so the two children didn't react as Levi and Ivy's parents called out their names over and over again. But when they finally got close enough to the little boy in bright blue shorts and an orange shirt and the little girl in purple leggings and a flowery dress, they found out quickly that they were not Levi and Ivy. They ran in front of the children, hoping to see two familiar faces, but instead saw two children who looked confused as to who these flustered adults were in front of them. They ran off quickly, leaving Levi and Ivy's parents far from where they had started and still looking for Levi and Ivy. It's gonna be okay, said Levi and Ivy's dad. He was trying to stay calm, but he was getting nervous too. Levi and Ivy's mom ran to the police officer who was talking to a vendor at the market. Lucky for her, he spoke some English and she was able to tell him what had just happened. He assured her that he would help find Levi and Ivy and set out to inform the other officers at the market. Now, at this point, Levi and Ivy had just finished paying for the shirt and saw that their parents weren't in view. Oh, no, said Levi. Mom is not going to be happy. What do you mean? It's fine. We know they're going to the gelato store, said Ivy. We'll just head over there and meet them. I'm sure they're waiting for us right now with two big bowls of gelato. But when they finally made their way back through the crowd, they had just missed their parents, who had run back to the gelato store to see if Levi and Ivy were there. Hmm, this is a little strange, said Levi, looking around. Why wouldn't they have waited right here for us? Maybe when they saw we were missing, they freaked out and started running all over the market looking for us, suggested Ivy. She didn't know how right she was. Well, let's just wait here. I'm sure they'll be back soon, said Levi, trying to sound calm when he was really feeling a bit nervous. And that's when he looked over and saw that Ivy was starting to cry. Don't cry, Ivy. It'll be okay, he said, putting an arm around his little sister. You know what? Waiting here isn't going to do us any good. Let's go find mom and dad. We know they're around here somewhere. Hey, friends, what do you think? Do you think that's the right choice? To go leave? Or do you think they should have stayed at the gelato shop? Let's wait and see how this turns out. Ivy wiped her tears and followed Levi into the crowd. They disappeared into a large moving group of tourists and locals all enjoying the market. Since there were so many people, it was very easy to get turned around and not know which direction you had just come from or which direction you were headed. They were swept along with the crowd and moved where they went. They couldn't see their hotel anymore, so they couldn't walk back there, and every street and cobblestone looked just like the last one they had passed. Mom! Dad! called out Levi and Ivy as they walked, but the market was so loud with talking, music, and laughter that they could barely be heard. But lucky for them... One woman was listening. Ciao, te sei perso? Asked an old woman to Levi and Ivy as they passed the small cafe she was standing in front of. Even though they had picked up some Italian from the studying they had done before their trip, Levi and Ivy were both so worried about finding their parents that they didn't understand what she said. I speak a little English, said the old woman. My name is Signora Rosa. Are you lost? Levi and Ivy were so relieved that she spoke English. Her face was kind, and they hoped that she would be able to help them find their parents. Yes, we're lost and we can't find our parents, said Levi, stepping out of the crowd and onto the sidewalk with Ivy. Don't worry, I will try and help you, said Signora Rosa. They felt safe with her. She wore a striped dress, and her hair was tied up in a bun that sat on the top of her head. You know your parents are looking for you, too, and it won't be long before you find each other again, said Signora Rosa in a reassuring voice. 
Now come inside the cafe while you wait. You can sit and have something to eat. While the offer was really nice, Levi and Ivy were not hungry at all. She asked what their parents looked like, their names, and what they were wearing. She told Levi and Ivy to wait for her while she walked around to look for them. As Levi and Ivy waited, they couldn't help but drum their fingers on the table and tap their feet on the floor with nervous energy. Hey, that's a pretty good beat, said a voice from behind them. Levi and Ivy stopped and turned around to see a group of guys and girls sitting behind them. They were all holding instruments and it didn't take long to figure out they were all in a band. I'm Alfonso and this is my band. We're playing in the market later tonight, he said. What are you up to today? Levi and Ivy explained their situation and immediately Alfonso and the rest of the band could tell they were very upset and scared. I know just how you're feeling, Alfonso began. Last summer, we were all playing in a big outdoor festival in England. I had never been there before, and I didn't know my way around at all. I told the band I would meet them at the festival because I wanted to sleep in. I started walking from the hotel, and I got totally lost. It was scary. But I kept my spirits up by singing a song, and before I knew it, I had found the festival and the rest of the band. While it was nice to hear a story about someone who was lost and reconnected with their group, The good feeling didn't last long because Levi and Ivy still hadn't found their parents. Thank you, Alfonso, but I don't think a song will help us, said Levi. Oh, come on now, Alfonso began. Never underestimate the power of a well-strummed guitar, a tambourine, and an accordion. Levi and Ivy couldn't help but smile a little as Alfonso struck up his band and played a very happy-sounding tune. It did lift their spirits a bit, and they felt ready to go back out and keep looking for their parents. Thank you, Alfonso, said Ivy. I, if, I mean, when we find our parents, we'll make sure to stop by and listen to you play. Sounds good, but I can't let you go off on your own, said Alfonso. We're not playing for another few hours. I'll walk around with you while Signora Rosa keeps an eye out for your parents, too. Sounds good to me. Thanks so much, said Levi. We'll find them. Don't give up hope just yet, said Alfonso with a great smile. As Levi and Ivy continued searching with Alfonso by their side, the sun grew hotter and they were getting very thirsty. I need to stop and grab some water, Levi told Ivy and Alfonso. Levi walked up to a small tent and asked how much three waters would be. The young vendor selling water didn't have the same kind eyes as Signora Rosa. Levi felt something wasn't quite right and proceeded with caution. That will be 18 euros, the vendor said, holding back a laugh. He extended his hand, waiting for Levi to give him his money in exchange for the water, but Levi couldn't help but feel that something was wrong. He quickly thought how much that would be in U.S. dollars and figured it was about $20. What? Levi said, sounding very surprised. Three waters is $20? That seems like a lot of money. It's hot today. What can I say? Said the vendor, extending his hand again. It was at that point that Alfonso stepped up behind Levi. Is there a problem here? He asked the vendor in Italian, giving him a good stare. The vendor could tell he wasn't going to get away with trying to overcharge Levi, so he quickly said three waters would be four euros. That sounds better, said Alfonso, continuing to talk in Italian. Let's go, Levi. Levi gave the vendor four euros, grabbing his waters, and walked back to Ivy. Thank you for your help back there, Levi said to Alfonso. I just knew something didn't seem right. That was great that you questioned him and stood up for yourself, said Alfonso. But remember to always listen to your gut. If it feels like something's wrong, it probably is. So just get out of the situation. As they continued to walk, Levi and Ivy quickly recognized the place they were in. 
As the crowds parted a bit, they could see a breathtaking cathedral and a museum that stretched toward the sky. They knew this place from their travel books. It was the Piazza del Duomo. The sights that surrounded them were so unbelievable that for the first time that day, they forgot about being lost and could only focus on the architecture and the beauty all around them. Aside from the beautiful buildings, they also ran into a group of street artists. Quite literally. Ivy wasn't looking where she was going and walked right into one of the artists' easel, nearly knocking the canvas on the ground. I'm so sorry, I didn't see you there, said Ivy. It's okay, it's your first time here, right? Asked the artist. Ivy nodded her head. Your first time in the Piazza del Duomo can be distracting with so many amazing things to look at, said the artist. I understand completely. It's easy to get lost in all its beauty and grandeur. When the artist said lost, it instantly snapped Levi and Ivy right back to their current situation. They had to find their parents. It was getting later and later and soon it would be dark. The artist could tell something was wrong and asked Alfonso what was going on. He explained their situation and the artist had similar stories to share about being lost, not giving up hope and finding who they were looking for. Ivy tried to take her mind off of how much she missed her mom and dad by looking at the paintings that the artists were creating. It was like nothing she had ever seen before. Your drawings look like a photograph, said Ivy in amazement to one of the artists. It's so detailed. Hearing that gave Levi an idea. Do you think we could ask you to help us? asked Levi timidly. We'd be happy to pay you. Could you create some posters of our parents for us to hang up around the market? Maybe that's just what we need to find them. The artist agreed to help in an instant and told Levi and Ivy that there would be no need to pay them because their payment would be reuniting them with their parents. Ivy happened to have a picture of her, Levi, and their mom and dad in their purse she was carrying. The artist got right to work and created 10 posters in no time featuring Levi and Ivy's parents right in the center of each. They included the location of where they were and said they would wait there until they arrived. Levi, Ivy, Alfonso, and the artist ran around posting the posters, hoping this would be just what was needed to get Levi and Ivy back together with their parents. Hours went on and the sun began to set. Levi and Ivy sat close by the artists. Alfonso knew some of them and assured Levi and Ivy that they would be safe with them since he had to return to the play with his band by the cafe. I know you'll find your parents, said Alfonso. Make sure you stop by the cafe to see my band play when you do. Thank you, Alfonso, said Levi and Ivy. We're so happy we met you and we hope to see you again real soon. The stars began to dance in the sky above the piazza and Levi and Ivy were beginning to lose hope. Where are they? whispered Levi. They'll find us, I just know it, said Ivy, trying to stay positive. The artists were getting ready to pack up for the day, but said they'd be happy to stay with Levi and Ivy until their parents showed up. And just then, it happened. Do you hear that? said Levi. It sounds like mom and dad, said Ivy excitedly as she jumped to her feet. They both started running toward the sound of the voices that were calling their names. As the crowd moved aside, they saw the most beautiful thing in all of Italy. Their mom and dad. They didn't say a word, but instead ran to them as fast as they could. Their parents were crying with joy and hugged them so tight, Levi and Ivy could hardly breathe. But it didn't matter at all. They were finally, finally back together. The artists ran up behind Levi and Ivy and stopped in their tracks when they recognized the two people from the posters they created. Signora Rosa was right behind Levi and Ivy's parents along with the police officer. Don't you ever get lost again! said Levi and Ivy's mom between sobs. We love you two so much. 
Everyone was so happy to see the family back together. They knew they had done their jobs and said goodbye so that Levi, Ivy, and their parents could start their vacation the right way this time. Levi, Ivy, and their parents thanked everyone over and over again, making sure that they knew they were the reason they were all back together. As they walked back to their hotel, they all held hands, not letting each other out of their sight. As they went along, Levi and Ivy recognized the cafe where they met Signora Rosa. They heard music floating through the air and knew it was Alfonso's band. They told their parents all about Alfonso, and of course they wanted to meet him and thank him as well. As they all rounded the corner, Levi and Ivy waved to get Alfonso's attention. Once he saw them alongside their parents, a giant smile spread across his face. He dedicated the next song to all of them, and it was the same song he played when he first met Levi and Ivy to lift their spirits. Once back at the hotel, Levi and Ivy promised their parents they would never, ever wander away again as they got ready for bed. So what caught your attention and made you step away from us anyways? Asked their dad. It had been such a hectic day that Levi and Ivy had forgotten what they bought. We stopped to buy this, said Levi, pulling a bag out of Ivy's purse and showing his dad the Leaning Tower of Pizza shirt. They all had a good laugh and now were finally ready to have their real Italian adventure all together. Did you learn a lesson from this story? If so, what was it? And parents, do your kids have a story idea? Leave a comment on our Apple Podcast review page with five stars, the idea and your kid's name, for a chance to join Levi and Ivy on their next adventure. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Come back for more.